Hey guys, welcome to the Beef Spoke Podcast. I'm your host, Ellie B. Join us as we enter into the world of inspiring unions, over-the-top weddings and celebrations, interviews with novice and veteran business owners as they embark on their journey from business plan to business success. And of course, a little bit of the day-to-day ramblings in our industry. Let's go on an adventure together that will leave you wanting to discuss your business plan one minute and toast into the good life the next. Ready? Come on, guys. Let's dive in. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Ellie B. I'm here for a transparent conversation. You know, um, as the title of the podcast say, it is okay to walk away. You know, I see so many different aspects of our business and our ideas as a relationship. You know, something's born, you you fall in love, you know, this is, this is, this is it, you know, this is something that you want to see grow into this amazing thing. And sometimes it just doesn't work out, you know? And I think sometimes when it doesn't work out, you feel like you failed. You feel like you didn't have enough money. You didn't put enough time people didn't believe in you enough and you just feel like a failure. You just want to pack up your bags and just walk away from all of your ideas, not just that idea. And I'm here to tell you to walk away from ideas when they don't work and it's okay. I say that to say I've done so much. I've done so much in becoming in a wedding and event planner, you know, from I started doing weddings and I was so excited. I, you know, I got the clientele that I wanted and, you know, I've talked about this before, but for all my new listeners, the very first thing I wanted to do with my business was add floral and design aspect. And we would stay up for hours, 24 hours before a wedding. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ordering flowers from 50 flowers. I'm getting it shipped and I have my AC in my house, but of course there's no fridge. I have my AC in my house, um, all the way down as low as this could be freezing myself up, freezing my family out, you know, processing these flowers, trying to figure out how to make sure they don't go dead and take off the leaves. And, you know, at the time when I decided to One, I believed at the time that me having the floral design of my business was going to take my business to a whole nother level. I also added that aspect of my business with thoughts that my client at the time, you know, had a certain budget. And if I did everything in-house, that I would be able to expand their vision even more because I was already making money off of planning. So I said, hey, I didn't need to make you know, the traditional 30% mock-up. If I only made 15%, it's okay because I had the planning money wrong. I still had a staff. I still had this AC bill that I had to pay because I had it down to 60 degrees. You know, I had to pay for all the mistakes and the supplies. And I mean, you guys get the point. I can go on and on and on. But after I may have only executed six or seven weddings doing floral design. I mean, I had vases galore paying storage units and a system. I have pictures. It was absolutely beautiful, all, all the stuff that I have. And, you know, I would always go to Home Goods and see cake stands and one in different cake stands. You know, I digress. But after six or seven weddings, I remember every single time I would wake up and present the bouquet to the bride the day of, I, I could barely breathe. And I could barely breathe because what if she hated the bouquet? What if she walks in the room and hated what she saw? All my months of planning, all the friendship that we've created would have gone down the drain in that instance. And once I realized that, I realized that floral design was not for me. And I walked away. I walked away with, with, with all the product that I had. I think I sold it for damn near nothing. I wanted nothing to do with it. At first, I felt, you know, by walking away that I failed. I failed 
my team that was looking forward to going ahead and doing floor design. I failed my incoming clients because I wasn't going to do their floral design. And ultimately, I failed myself because I took on a project, had such high expectations, so such high wants for what I wanted my company to be. And without me adding this brand or this extension to the brand, that I wouldn't be able to achieve the success that I wanted to. And after a while, I, I really realized, and you know, after of course seeing many memes, that failure doesn't, it, it wasn't failure, it was a learning process. And it was me to learn that that was not my path to walk at the time. Am I telling you that I will never have a floral division anytime in my future? Probably not. You know, um, I've always said if there was an opportunity that one of my floral designers was selling their entire staff and team and processes, then maybe that would be a perfect situation. But to start from the ground up, that's not for me. I've seen many planners and designers, not many, to be honest, not many at all, but quite a few do it well, you know, that they're able to do the planning and they're able to do the design and they do it well for their clients. But that's a whole different podcast that we need to talk about. But, you know, it was a learning experience for me. It was a learning experience for me to know that it, what I wasn't making the money that I thought you know, we get so caught up that when we get those deposits and we get that money in, we're like, great, we have this lump sum. It looks great in our bank account. But again, parent, comparing apples to apples, when you have to pay that rent, you have to pay the storage, you have to pay your workers to pull it, you have to pay for delivery, you have to pay for installation. It just wasn't financially beneficial. And at the end of the day, you're, you're running a business. This is not a hobby. This is not bragging rights just to say, yes, I have a floral design team and stuff like that. And and I've done that several times, you know, I've done it when I had my, my first venue where we had three different locations, you know, going back and forth with things with my landlord and ultimately ending up closing it. It was a wonderful experience. It definitely added to the brand. It added to the business. I am able to check it off, you know, to say that I've done it. And I, and I want you guys to know that it's okay. It's okay to try something thinking that that's the way that it should be and ultimately realizing that that's not what you want to do or it's not what brings you joy. And I want people to know from early on in their careers or middle in their career or late in their careers, that stepping away from something that does not bring you peace, does not bring you financial stability, it's okay to just walk away from it. And, you know, as long as you do it gracefully, you're not walking away. You know, we've seen this before where people close their venue because it's not working and they take deposits and now, you know, clients are in an uproar because their celebration is coming about and, you know, now they don't have a location. As long as you're doing things with integrity, as long as you're doing things with transparency, as long as you're being honest with yourself, your business and your clients, it's okay to move on to another chapter. And who cares what the public thinks? I remember my first time having an issue with a venue, with my, my venue and needing to close. I think we closed for about three months and I was such in a panic. And I drove around, me, me and my friend drove around every single day trying to find a new venue to open because I did not want anyone to know that my venue was closed. I didn't want anyone to think that, oh, my, look, ha, 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 she tried something and it failed. And now, you know, this is maybe it's about four years ago. Now I wouldn't care. You know, I wouldn't care because I have to do what's right for me, what's right for my soul, what's right for my family. And I didn't fail. You know, that chapter closed at the moment until we got a new venue. But even if I never opened the venue back, who failed on whose terms? Failed on the public's terms? Failed in front of people that wanted to see me fail anyway? You know, I'm, I'm scared about the gossip with people that wanted to see me gossip because guess what? 
anyone that wanted well for me and my 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 well-being and my business would be like, hey girl, what can we do? How can I step up? So understand that in your business, in your process, in your quest, in your goal of having those seven multiple revenue streams, I'm here to tell you, my love, you're going to have to try 20 to 30 different revenue streams to see exactly what sticks, to see exactly what makes sense, and to see exactly if it could, I've said this before in speaking times, what completes the mother brand. You identify your mother brand and everything under that seven umbrella does not have to complement. So, you know, my mother brand is my planning business and my planning and design. That, that's how I eat. That's how I, I pay my bills. Is 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 That's it. That's my mother brand. You know, the Bee Collective mirrors my mother brand. It complements. The Baby Collective is going to complement the Bee Collective. So everything complements. But that does not mean that if I decide tomorrow that I, I'm good at gardening, which I'm not, you might need to listen to a podcast or watch some YouTube videos on that. But if I was good at gardening and I know that I'm able to go ahead and grow peonies beautifully in the month of May, that I might not start a, a packet seed gift box subscription in the month of May, you know? So as much as I'm saying it doesn't compliment, it kind of does because it has flowers, but it doesn't have to. My point is that if it was just gardening and I was producing tomatoes that I wanted to sell, it's just fine. So try different things, be open to different things, be opening to walk away from different things when it does not make financial sense. And I think that's the point, like forget about what anyone else says. Sometimes you have to even forget about your passion if it means that it does not make financial sense. So I hope this helps. I hope you understand that everyone that you have seen that you look up to has failed several different times in several different ways, whether they're wanting to share it with you or not. You know, I've seen people in our industry that are icons that have gone through bankruptcy several times. You know, I wish more people were transparent and shared that with with everyone. You know, um, maybe we can start sparking up that conversation. But at the end of the day, you know that you're not alone. At the end of the day, you know you'll be okay. So just be able to get up, brush yourself off, and try again. Until next time, guys, speak to you soon. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Beast Book Podcast. Your listenership means the absolute world to me. I'd absolutely love to hear your thoughts about this episode as well as the podcast overall. If you have any time at all, please go ahead and leave us a review in Apple as well as share it with your friends and family. Thank you so much for joining me on this adventure of the Beastville Podcast and I look forward to speaking with you soon.